is good divine pill family listen my sincerest apologies i did not get in a reading last thursday but super excited to get back on track the section the title for this section is thinking in the certain way you know that i'm reading from the book the science of getting rich by dr uh, wallace watkos waddles and um Yeah, let's get straight into it. So it says, turn back to chapter six. Oh, yes. So chapter six was about gratitude. And I've said this in in another podcast, but I'll say it again, too. He's getting ready to um, add the action part of the formula. But if you're going to skip over gratitude and you think it's part of the mumbo jumbo, you're going to do yourself a great disservice. So absolutely, you know, I agree with him with what he says here. Turn back to chapter six and read again the story of the man who formed a mental image of his house, and you will get a fair idea of the initial step toward getting rich. You must form a clear and definite mental picture of what you want and you cannot transmit an idea unless you have it yourself right so i haven't been titling them by chapters chapter six mm, let me check real quick sorry you guys i know i'm not gonna cut this part out give me one second so one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, chapter six is the one about how riches come to you. So it's the one right before gratitude. Okay, so gratitude would be chapter seven, and now we're on chapter eight. Okay, so I hope that was helpful to you. Your girl's trying to help you out. Get this formula. Science of getting rich as I scroll back down here. Okay, so moving on, it says, you must have it before you can give it. And many people fail to impress thinking substance because they they have themselves only a vague and misty concept of the things they want to do, to have, or to become. Wow. I'm going to come back to that. It is not enough that you should have a general desire for wealth to quote unquote to do good with. Everybody has that desire. It is not enough that you should have a a wish to travel, see things, live more, etc. Everybody has those desires also. If you were going to send a wireless message to a friend, you would not send the letters of the alphabet in their order and let them construct the message for himself, nor would you take words at random from the dictionary. No, you would send a coherent sentence, one which meant something. When you try to impress your wants upon substance, remember that it must be done by a coherent statement. You must know what you want and be definite. You can never get rich or start the creative process into action by sending out unformed longings and vague desires. I will say this, if you have been listening to the last three or four podcasts that I did, You can't tell me divine timing in the sequence of how we're getting the messages and the confirmations are not aligned. That's all I'm going to say about this. I'm not going to try to reiterate anything that I've said um, before. 
So going on, it says, it is not enough that you should have a general desire for wealth to do good with everybody. So I read that part. Go over your desires just as the man I have described went over his house. See what you want and get a clear mental picture of what it is you wish for to look uh, as you wish it to look when you get it. That clear mental picture you must have continually in mind as the sailor has in mind the port toward which he is sailing the ship. You must keep your face toward it at all the time. You must no more lose sight of it than the stairman loses sight of the compass. It is not necessary to take exercises in concentration, nor to set apart special times for prayer and affirmations, nor to quote-unquote go into silence, nor to do occult stunts of any kind. These things are well enough, but all you need is to know what you want and to want it oof, badly enough so that it will stay in your thoughts. Remember, we've been talking about also um, the law of dominant emotions. So it says here, these things are well enough, but all you need to know, but all you need is to know what you want and to want it badly enough so that it will stay in your thoughts. Spend as much of your leisure time as you can in contemplating your picture, but no one needs to take exercises to concentrate his mind on a thing which he really wants. It is the things you do not really care about which require effort to fix your attention upon them. Mm, mm, mm. And unless you really want to get rich so that the desire is strong enough to hold your thoughts directed to the purpose as the magnetic pole holds the needle of the compass, it will hardly be worthwhile for you to try to carry out the instructions given in this book. Mm. The methods herein set forth are for people who desire for riches, whose desire for riches, let me make this bigger, y'all. <laughs> the methods herein set forth are for people whose desire for riches is strong enough to overcome mental laziness and the love of ease and make them work. The more clear and definite you make your picture then, and the more you dwell upon it, bringing out all of its delightful details, the stronger your desire will be. And the stronger your desire, the easier it will be to hold your mind fixed upon the picture of what you want. Something more is necessary, however, than merely to see the picture clearly. If that is all you do, you are only a dreamer excuse me, and will have little or no power for accomplishment. I am going to take the liberty of reading that again. Something more is necessary, however, than merely to see the picture clearly, darling. If that is all you do, you are only a dreamer and will have little or no power for accomplishment. Behind your clear vision must be the purpose to realize it, to bring it out in tangible expression. And behind this purpose must be an invincible and unwavering faith that the thing is already yours. That is, 
that it is quote unquote at hand and you have only to take possession of it. Live in the new house mentally until it takes form around you physically. In the mental realm, enter at once and into full enjoyment of the things you want. That law, I'm going to just jump in here real quick, is kind of just kind of, um, I think Neville came out after this one, because this book was written in 1916, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But Neville Goddard's thing, and I I like some of his stuff, not going to say I I piggyback off everything that he, you know, um, says, but um, his thing is, I think that a lot of us um, think about and I use my example, let's, let's use the Jaguar F-type, right? The Jaguar F-type um, as, a, as a car um, example of manifesting it. And we manifest the thing or we manifest that person, right? But to make it last and to get the most out of it is think about when you get with that person, what is it beyond that? Is it the long walks on the beach and sitting across from each other and sharing conversations where you're laughing together and looking into his eyes and hearing his voice and he's just you know both of you are in intellectual stimulating conversation um and playful conversation and creating experiences and adventures together with the car it's not just okay now you got the keys now what it's about driving down the coast driving down rodeo drive going, you know, to pick up your friends or going to the mall or putting your shopping bags in the back of the of the car and taking it for car washes. What are the experiences around it? Same thing with your house. Do you see yourself walking to the balcony or to the patio, walking into the into the um into the into the walk-in closet and picking out your clothes and running your hot bath and relaxing in there as you're watching the TV screen or hosting parties. Like that's the part that he's trying to tell you about. Um, In the mental realm, enter at once into full enjoyment of the things you want. Okay. That's, that's that gem that's in there. So moving on, it says, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them, said Jesus. See the things you want as if they are actually around you all the time. See yourself as owning and using them. Make use of them in imagination, just as if you will use them when they are your tangible possessions. Dwell upon your mental picture until it is clear and distinct, and then take the mental attitude of ownership and toward everything in that picture. Sorry. So dwell upon your mental picture until it is clear and distinct, and then take the mental attitude of ownership. Mm. Take the mental attitude of ownership toward everything in that picture. Take possession of it in mind, in the full faith that it is actually yours. Hold to this mental ownership. Do not waver for an instant in the faith that it is real. And remember what was said in a preceding chapter about gratitude. Be as thankful for it all the time as you expect to be when it was when it has taken form. The man who can sincerely thank God for the things which as yet he owns only in imagination has real faith. He will get rich. He will cause the creation of whatsoever he wants. 
You do not need to pray repeatedly for things you want. It is not necessary to tell God about it every day. It says, um, use not vain repetition, repetitions as the heathens do, said Jesus. Said Jesus. <laughs> okay, it's not just me, y'all. This is this is how it was written. Because I, I swear I was tripping up on some stuff here. So it said, use not vain repetitions as heathens do, said Jesus to his pupils. For his father, for your father knoweth that ye have need of these things before ye ask him. Your part is to intelligently formulate your desires for the things which make for a larger life and to get these desires arranged into a coherent whole and then to impress this whole desire upon the formless substance which has the power and the will to bring you what you want. You do not make this impression by repeating strings of words. You make it by holding the vision with unshakable purpose to attain it and with steadfast faith that you do attain it. The answer to prayer is not according to your faith while you are talking, but according to your faith while you are working. Yes, that took me for a loop there because I was like, what? <laughs> The answer to your prayer is not according to your faith while you are talking, but according to your faith while you are working. You cannot impress the mind of God by having a special Sabbath day set apart to tell him what you want. Oof. And then forgetting him during the rest of the week. Mm-mm. You can, I'm going to leave that alone. You cannot impress him by having special hours to go into your closet and pray. Um, if you then dismiss the matter from your mind until the hour of prayer comes again. Oral prayer is well enough and has its effect, especially upon yourself, in clarifying your vision and strengthening your faith, but it is not your oral rep your oral petitions which get you what you want. In order oof. In order to get rich, you do not need a quote. You do not need a quote-unquote sweet hour of prayer. You need to quote-unquote pray without ceasing, okay? And by prayer, I mean holding steadily to your vision with the purpose to cause this creation into solid form and the faith that you are doing so. And here's another quote. It says, believe that ye receive them. So I think he's quoting from the Bible there. Believe that ye receive them. The whole matter turns on receiving once you have clearly formed your vision. Okay, so the whole matter turns on receiving once you have clearly formed your vision. When you have formed it, it is well to make an oral statement addressing the Supreme in reverent prayer. And from that moment, you must, in mind, receive what you ask for. Live in the new house, wear the fine jewelry, ride in the automobile, go on the journey and confidently plan for greater journeys. Think and speak of all th the things you have asked for in terms of actual present ownership. Imagine an environment and a financial condition exactly as you want them and live all the time in that imaginary environment and financial condition. 
Mind, however, that you do not do this as a mere dreamer and castle builder. Okay? Some people are are talking the talk, but not walking the walk. Mind, however, that you do not do this as a mere dreamer and castle builder. Hold to the faith that the imaginary is being realized and to the purpose to realize it. Remember that it is faith and purpose in the use of the imagination which make the difference between scientist and the dreamer. Ooh, that's a good one. And having learned this fact, it is here that you must learn the proper use of the will. All right, so super exciting. Next week, we will be reading about how to use the will. And again, you know, all of these things go hand in hand. He's going into the will. And then after that, he's going to go a little bit more further use of the will. And then after that, he's going to go into acting the certain way. But those are the foundations you need before you take action. Okay. So super excited for that. I don't, I think I've elaborated on everything that I wanted to say on that on um on this chapter i hope it was a blessing i think i'll put chapter eight <laughs> in there so that i can kind of start to build off of that one one two three four five six seven yeah that's eight so next week we'll do number nine and that will help me track for next week all right so again it was my intention that this is a blessing to you that it's inspirational motivational um again i'm just so in awe of you know the timing of this, even though it was unintentional, it has we've been woven in so beautifully into the messages we've been getting leading right up into this one, right? Um, the one I'm referring to is the Starbucks order one, okay, about placing order. But until then, it's been my pleasure to do this pretty podcast for you. Be blessed, be abundant, be prosperous. You deserve the best. Peace.